friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for June 2nd is Song of Solomon, chapters 1 through 8. That is the entire book. Now, I don't hear very many people talking about this book. It's quoted from, in a few songs, Your Banner Over Me is Love and the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valley. These are all phrases that are taken out of this book, but I don't hear a lot of teaching about it, and I think it's because people don't really understand it. And I have to admit, before hearing Mike Bickle from the Kansas City International House of Prayer teach on it, I didn't really know what to do with this book. I mean, on the very surface, it is a picture, it's a love story, it's descriptive, it's the narrative between a man and the woman he's in love with who also loves him, but then it's like, who are these young women and how does this really fit? And it's confusing, it's it's very poet, poetic, it's somewhat Shakespearean, quote unquote, and I think a lot of people just gloss over it because they don't really spend the time to dig into it. And I'd just like to share a couple things and full disclosure, I got most of this from Mike Bickle. You can Google him. If you Google Mike Bickle, Song of Solomon or Song of Songs, you will find this. He doesn't um, even copyright his material. He just says, you know, use it because he's just so concerned primarily about the advancement of the Bride of Christ in coming into her true identity, and that is us. So, Solomon wrote three books. This was the wisest man who ever lived, and he gave us three books, right? They are Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and this one, Song of Songs, or Song of Solomon. If you think about Proverbs, it's it's very easy to read through Proverbs and, and think, wow, there's a lot of wisdom here. And that's like the outer court of the temple in Jerusalem. Ecclesiastes is a, is a little bit more cryptic. It's a little harder to understand. It's like going into the inner temple. But Song of Solomon is really like stepping into the holiest of holies, the, the, the very inner sanctum where the Ark of the Covenant was. It's like having this intimate deep connection with God and this insight comes when we properly understand this book and we apply it correctly so if you think of it that way that this is a love story and it's a picture not just of a man and a woman but we all know the Bible is very plain in teaching that the union between man and woman represents the union between God and humans God and his creation. And so we are the bride of Christ. Jesus is our bridegroom. He is returning for us. This is a metaphor that's used throughout scripture. And so when we read the Song of Solomon, think of Jesus as our, as the man in these scriptures, in this book. Think of the woman as the bride of Christ. 
it is the church. The woman is the church. And it's not just the church collectively, but it's each of us individually. And so not in a sexual way, but in a very intimate way, because sex is a physical act, right? Being intimate is a spiritual connection. And then the young women, it could be said that they're believers as well, but they're maybe the immature believers. They don't really understand what's going on. And they ask some kind of silly rhetorical questions. So I found that quite helpful. So in addition to this book being an allegory describing Christ and his church, it also is a picture of what an ideal marriage between a man and a woman can be or should be. And so we see these recurring motifs. The man is infatuated with the beauty of the woman. And he says plainly, I don't want to look at any other women. You're, you're the only one for me. And how many women want to be cherished that way? We don't. No, nobody wants to be like chosen second, right? We, we all want to be the center of attention from the one who loves us, who we're entering into a covenant relationship with. I love chapter 8, verse 6. Set a seal on your heart as a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death, jealousy as unrelenting as Sheol or hell. Love's flames are fiery flames, an almighty flame. could also be translated, the blaze of Yahweh, the blaze of the Lord. And so we should pray as we're reading through this book, and as we're reading the, the words of the man, think of them as the words of your Christ, your Messiah, your Lord, your King, Think of them as he is speaking to you. Now, the parts about being physical, being intimate, close, it's, it's a picture of being intimate, of being spiritually uncovered, of being completely and totally who you are and not holding anything back, not hiding anything. And despite seeing you in all of your vulnerability, your Savior loves you so much. He will not allow anything to come between you. That is the picture of the love that God has for his people. And it should also be the love, it should be descriptive of the love that we have for our God. So, as you read it, Keep these things in mind. I hope this blesses you as it has blessed me. Thanks for tuning in, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. We will see you tomorrow.